At this very moment, you're entering the vortex of Mystic Podcast. Hey, my loves. Welcome back to Mystic Podcast. It's Daniela with a solo episode that I hope it's going to be a super fun episode. So what happened the other day is that I was thinking about what I was going to share in this episode and a series of questions just kind of came through and I just wrote them all down and I haven't looked at the page until now before I hit record and went into the page and looked at the questions. And I don't necessarily have the answers for them, but what we're going to do in this episode is that I'm just going to bring out the questions. And usually what happens when I'm channeling is that I don't necessarily have the answers of the things that people ask me about, but the answer come as the question is being asked. So we'll see how it goes. I'm really excited to just kind of um, go with the flow because that's usually the the way that I work best and it's just allowing myself to be an empty vessel for the information to come through. So there's going to be a couple of fun questions that I'm actually interested to listen uh, to the answers or to listen to the message that it's going to come through this transition. So I'm going to go and navigate the, this episode through a series of questions and then I'm also going to share a little bit about the shadow work this month as you guys may or may not know every month I focus on a different theme that teaches different things um, of all the things that I teach so we either focus on a spiritual clarity or if we focus on energetic magic or we focus on soul abundance and this month the month of November we are going deep into spiritual clarity and one of the things that we cover or that I covered inside spiritual clarity is shadow work. And maybe if you're listening to this for the first time and you're probably wondering what's shadow work, I'm going to cover some of that in um, this episode. And the reason why it's so important for us to do shadow work on a continuous basis. And just to give you a heads up, I mean, this whole year of 2020 has been pure shadow work, individual and collective shadow work. So I'm excited to just kind of share with you some of the things that I'm currently working through when it comes to my personal transformation and my shadow work and the things that kind of move through. So just to give you a little bit of what's been going on in my life, we started Magic Activator, the membership this week and it's been so incredible. I'm always in awe of the containers that come together every time I launch something or every time there's a program. The people that come into these programs and into these memberships and into these containers just blow my mind. I mean, I am so blessed to attract people that are so in soul alignment to what I teach and where they want to go and where I'm where we're able to go together so every single member is just fantastic and I've been celebrating this whole week of how that all came together and just the fact that is 
just the beginning of so much magic. That's what I've been celebrating. I've also been taking it very slow and kind of moving through big decisions in my life that take a lot of time in order for me to make them. And I also talked, and this I talked inside Magic Activator in our monthly call on Monday, how when we are living in alignment with our intuition, it's not like we ask a question and it comes right away and there is just one answer, but it's like invitations and series of paths that are presented to us. and. At the end of the day, it really is our personal choice. It really is us who decide what we do or what we don't. So it's not really the intuition that decides, which a lot of the times happens when we're starting to, you know, create a relationship with the intuition. We think that it's going to give us all the answers, but all the answers are many answers and out of all those answers that are aligned with who we are, we get to choose. We get to choose a path. So one of the first questions that I was um, listening to or that I wrote down when I was thinking about this episode is that why do we want to listen to our intuition and heal? And I think there is this deep rooted seeking per se that we all have internally whether we are conscious of it or unconscious of it or whether we accept it and and tell ourselves really that it is a thing that we have and is this deep yearning for a life that is led through flow, through alignment, through purpose. And at the root of that, it's where we call this, we all have it at some point of our lives where we just want to heal. We just want to be better. We want to kind of own our own experience here in the human life. And that's when we start to seek healing and self-development and better our world in all areas. So why is it that we want it so bad and that we seek it? I believe it's because it really is what we came here to do. I mean, yes, we came here to do so many things to experience abundance, to experience love, to experience fear and pain and sorrow. But within all those areas and within all those experiences is is the awakening into the voice within. And as we awaken to the voice within and go through the experiences of this life, we get to heal. And healing just literally means awakening to the remembrance of all that we are. And I say this very often in my episodes, that it's all a remembrance of what we are and healing is the conscious awareness of what we've been conditioned to believe what we've been conditioned to be and what we thought 
all this meant or all this world meant or in our life in general. And we wake up to the idea that there is just different truths and different sides of who we are. So the healing in, in this kind of deep-seated yearn to heal, it's pretty much our soul kind of screaming. <laughs> and it usually doesn't scream, it's just a very soft voice that says, kind of shed the layers, crumble down the things that are not true, because true it's very relevant it's it's very relevant to to where we are truth changes all the time truth is what we decide it to be which as human beings is a hard concept to grasp because we want one truth to just kind of guide us through but it really there's many truths at the end of the day so I'm in between, right now as I'm speaking, I'm in between the zone of channeling and there is so much information that is coming um, and there is also my higher self here present who is also talking and kind of guiding this whole conversation. So I just want you to know that especially when I'm channeling and I'm touching upon these concepts that perhaps are really untangible. I want you to know that you don't have to understand every single thing and make meaning out of every single thing that I say, but just being in this energy, just being in this conversation, just opening your heart up to the receptivity of whatever this conversation is sparks in your soul, in your energetic coding, it's enough. So, and again, this is also really exciting for me because um, I haven't really, I guess, consciously channel halfway, halfway, yes, um, this way through the podcast. So we're all experimenting and seeing how it all moves together. So the next question that I wrote down was, why do we feel the desire to heal? which is something that I already kind of cover. And what is it that we are healing and how does it affect us and the world? I think the idea that comes when, when there is this conversation of what is it that we are healing, that is such a big and broad question of we're not just healing ourselves. And, and again, when we talk about healing, we talk about remembering so we are remembering that we have a choice we are remembering that we have power we are remembering that we are more than what we are used to believe and when we ask about what is it that we're actually healing and how does that affect us and the collective every time we awaken into a new truth that empowers us we unlock like a veil or like a veil gets lifted and we can see more clearly with more compassion with more love our world and our environment and our situations which then ripples effect into everybody else because the better we are the better we can treat others and the better 
we can accept others and love others and be compassionate towards others. So what is it that we're healing? What we're really healing as a collective is the ideas that we bought as truth, the limited beliefs that we've been conditioned to have. We're healing this non-truth and concepts that make us feel small and make us play small and con- and kind of make us continue to live a life that is not to the fullest potential. And as we unlock that individually, then we help collectively a society that comes into power, a society that is um, nowhere or a society that knows its power, its gifts, its grace, its divinity, its magnificence. One of the things that impact me every time and it continues to happen throughout my life. It's the fact that every time I heal something within me and I'm able to show up better for the world, I have so much compassion for others. I have so much understanding for others. And what I've also noticed is the more I unlock shadow work and energy work and personal development work in me, the more my students and everybody in my community is able to calibrate to that level of where I'm at. So I want you to just think about this idea that that everybody around you, it's always calibrating to the strongest energy or the more confident energy in the room. So when you start to work within your own energy and you start to become the most confident version of who you are and the more authentic version of who we are then you start to become the person that is the strongest energy in the room that you are in whether that is a zoom call or it's an actual room where there is people they start to calibrate to your level meaning they start to match the strongest energy in the room and that means that you have the capability as you continue to be the strongest energy and to heal in order to continue to be the strongest energy that you have the ability that be in a room and heal people just by being who you are and i just want you to like listen back to that for a second and notice how powerful that is Because we usually think that we need to work so hard in order to make impact, in order to change the world, in order to receive um, abundance in exchange, in order to be rewarded, in order to be seen, in order to be loved. But the truth is, is that we do the most work by being. Because our beingness, our energy, and how we take care of our energy so that the energy that we cultivate most of the time, it's the one that does the work. It's the one that affects affects people the most. Your energy is always affecting people. Your energy is always impacting people. Especially when you start to work in yourself and you raise up your vibration then people start to calibrate to your level. People start to match 
your energy, meaning you don't even have to do anything in order for people to get an upgrade or to wake up to different perspectives or to even have a desire to have the the level of energy that you have. And that in itself changes their life and changes their path and it starts their healing process. So how wonderful it is that we're always we're already already doing so much without doing anything. Crazy to believe that we can simply just be the strongest energy in the room, in our environment, at our work, with our friends, with our partners. And just by that, we are, really he- we are already healing the world. That is a very powerful concept. And if you take anything out of this podcast today, this episode, it would be that there's nothing that you need to be, do, or have in order to have an impact because you already have it. You already have an impact on the people that are around you. Your job really is, it's to be a positive impact, to be a strong impact, to be an activator which is also something that we covered inside Magic Activator. You're very powerful. And the next question that I wrote down, and the funny thing about these questions, by the way, it's that I really don't even remember writing these questions. I know where I was sitting, but I don't remember writing these questions or how they came through. But What are we afraid to find out in our path of awakening? So there's two concepts that kind of pop up as this question shows. And it's one of we're afraid that we won't have a good impact. We're afraid that we'll find out things about ourselves that we don't want to see. We'll find out that we won't be able to change and we all won't be able to be better. But there is this other side, which is the side that I like the most, which is the one that talks about us being afraid of the potential that lives inside of our bodies. Because really, when we start to awaken, and there is this path in which, when we start to to really awaken, everything around us feels as if it doesn't fit anymore. Like our friendships don't fit who we're starting to become, our relationships don't fit who we're starting to become, our jobs, in general, our 3D physical reality starts to not really resonate or not really mirror the internal world anymore. And then what really happens is that we are manifestors. We create our world all the time. So we've been creating our world on our way with our thoughts, with our beliefs, with our feelings, with our expectations. 
So when we're kind of asleep and we're just one day going at it and not really questioning whether we are using our potential or not, then the life that it's in front of us fits. You know, it's not probably not a great life and it's probably not the most wildest dream, like dreamy life, but it is the life that reflects who you are. But the moment we start to awaken and we start to question what we do, why we do it, we start to ask for more, we start to open up to the possibility that more it's possible. Then what happens there is that our physical reality does not fit anymore. So we feel really lost and confused and out of place. But really, what's happening is that the longer you stay in the path of awakening, the longer you start to calibrate to this new way of thinking, to this new way of feeling, and you go beyond the immediate evidence in the physical world of what's happening, then the world starts to change. You start to meet new people, you get into a new course, you start to go to yoga. Like the physical reality starts to change to mirror the internal shift. So what happens when we're starting to awaken, we're really afraid of that that temporary, temporary um, shift or movement from going about our lives in a sleep mode and being okay with whatever is presented to us in the physical world because it's a reflection of kind of the internal give up <laughs> that we have. But when we start to awaken and our whole world gets challenged, and a whole, a whole world starts to not fit us anymore. That's, I think, what we are really scared of when it comes to this transitioning. But what I want you to know in that, it's that you're not really afraid whether you're good enough, whether you're not. What you're really afraid of are things changing to fit who you are. Because in that moment, they're still reflecting who you have been. And you just have to give it a little bit of time for it to start reflecting who you are becoming. And it's a process and it's a practice. But immediately and more practically speaking, we get caught up in the idea, I'm going to find out that I am not a good person. I'm going to find out that I have too much trauma. I'm going to find out that I'm not enough. Or... Where I'm going to find out that I have too much power and I've been wasting it, that I am actually very talented and I've been um, playing small. So then either way, this is the things that we tell ourselves. And yes, it is an actual fear. But the truth is, is that we're just as scared of the shift and the change that gets to happen. And the beautiful thing at the end of the day is that what we really find out? And I mean, I've been doing client work for a while now and walking people through these awakenings and these understandings. And what it is is that they start to find out that 
yeah, they've been doing certain things that perhaps are not good for them and now they get to do better. But they find out that there's so much more about themselves that they want to learn about. There's so much beauty inside them that they want to learn more from. They want to kind of bring it out into the world. So I don't think I've ever had anybody that comes to me and finds something about themselves that they can't take. Instead, it's more like, wow, this is great to know because now I can choose differently. I really find it so fascinating when we get to discover parts of ourselves that have always been there, but that are so hidden because we decided at some point that we were not able to deal with it. So we kind of shut it down. And then when we really get to see it, it's all as if we're experiencing the same thing again, which is crazy because think about time. Isn't it like time is such an illusion? It is incredible to me that I can, when I'm working through some energetic work and perhaps there is a a childhood memory that I need to heal. And when that childhood memory comes, it feels as if I'm experiencing it right now. It feels as if it's happening right now. And it is not. I mean, there's years and years ago. So time is such an illusion because really the, the only time that is true, it's the now. Now we're able to tap into the future, to tap into the past, to tap into the present. We're able to just, everything is happening at once and everything is happening now, which is the fifth dimension, which is really cool. But in general, I think it's fascinating when we move through this first fear of, I'm scared of what I'm going to find out because that's really a defense mechanism. We've been so comfortable and so cozy in the way we have been living our lives that, of course, we are terrified and, of course, we don't want things to move too much and for us not to have control over our lives and over what happens. But it's all a beautiful awakening journey. And we got to figure it out now in 2020 that whether we want it or not, and whether we decide that it's time or not, we're being shaken into it. We're literally being forced to level up and upgrade and heal and become more aware and remember. The last question that I wrote here was, why do we dance back and forth? Why do we dance back and forth in a certain plateau for a while? This is a very interesting question because I don't think this is necessarily bad. I feel like a lot of people feel that when you are dancing back and forth in a plateau or that you feel stuck, it's a really bad thing. I feel like it's more like marinating and brewing things like for me sometimes before I know that there is something that's going to change and something that is going to really challenge me and like this new up level I know it's coming and sometimes I decide to just push it for a little bit or or kind of not bring it forward so fast 
And I think that the beautiful thing to acknowledge here is that we have the choice. Like every time our intuition talks and we have an invitation to an upgrade or we have an invitation to go for a dream that we never thought we would be able to, we have the choice to say yes. We also have the choice to say not right now. And what happens when we say not right now is that a different opportunity, a different situation will show up in the future. So I feel like we're so conditioned sometimes with this idea of afraid of missing out, like fear of missing out, because if it's not now, then it's when. And yes, of course, if it's not now, when? And what we can get caught up into is pushing things always, 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 and never moving forward. That's when I think it gets a little bit tricky. But we also don't need to rush into things and we get to be fully aware and conscious of where we are. So one thing is to be really conscious that you're back and forth in a plateau, that you're kind of stuck in a situation and you're deciding to be there because you're giving yourself time and a space to really prepare energetically and your inner world in order to give such a huge step forward. But that's a conscious choice with with an intention. And another thing is, is to always in life kind of say maybe yes or no, or maybe yes or no, and kind of tippy-toe our way into our dreams because that's when we really get in a loop and we really get stuck. And we say, oh, tomorrow and tomorrow or next time and next round and at some point. And we look back and it's been years of this back and forth dance and stuckness. And, and what we're thinking probably in that point is, why are things not working out? I'm always in this situation. And well, of course, because if that's the default conversation that is happening all the time, if you're always, you know, in the same, telling ourselves the same story and talking about the same things. And it's always this conversation of, you know, my life, it's not going anywhere and it works for everybody else and not for me and whatever. Then of course we're stuck. But I also want to say that it's okay sometimes if you're taking a little bit longer to make a decision or to um, go for a thing or if you're kind of like consciously and intentionally being in a point of your life in which you allow yourself some time and some space. Again, I mean, if we come back at the beginning of this conversation, there's so many truths. And there is variations of truths. And we really get to choose in what truth do we want to believe in. And that truth that we decide to believe in creates our physical reality. I missed a question here that I definitely want to cover and it's what is next for us as a human collective. I truly believe that we have so much to look forward to. So much. We have a collective awareness and a collective awakening that is happening currently that is forcing us to be our better selves, to wake up to spirituality, to wake up to new truths and new depths of what we thought we were capable of creating. And I mean, I truly believe that after this awareness that we all have been exposed to, 
in terms of questioning the norm, questioning the status quo, questioning what we do and why we do it, and even asking ourselves, what is it that we truly desire? What is it that we truly seek and yearn for in our human experience? And whether it takes us a couple of years to really get to a place of harmony in collectively speaking, that's okay because I believe that if anything, now we're making so much progress into a world that is more awoken, a world that is conscious, a world that is allowing of both the feminine and the masculine to dance together and to rise together. We've been in this you know, throughout history in these moments of high masculinity and then we had for a time high femininity. But I believe that just the 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 dance between those two, the balance between the internal and when I talk about these energies, I don't talk about gender as you guys may know by now. I talk about really the the energies, the inner dance of those energies inside of our bodies. And I believe that we just literally have so much to look forward to because we are into the unknown. We really are. And we've always been. But more so now, we're embracing that unknown because we now as a collective know we've been through so much. And we always survive. And, it, you know, we, we continue to move forward and this world continues to exist. So as we shed down this big fear of fear and this big fear of the unknown and we start to kind of surrender to the beingness and the ebb and flow of evolution there's so much to look forward to and so much connection and realization and body awakening and energy awakenings that are so so tremendously exciting in my perspective and this has been so exciting to to move through these questions and kind of have channel, have allow my higher self to move through it because this takes me to what I really want to talk about also, which is the shadow work. So the shadow work is the things that we don't want to look at, is the things that we've tried to avoid looking at the things that we try so hard to hide from other people because we think that if they were to see that from us, if we were to just kind of show it intentionally, people are not going to like it. People are going to have something to say about it. People are not going to accept us and love us. So the shadow is everything that we kind of store in our bodies and our consciousness in order to protect our image and to protect um, our feelings and to protect our just safetyness and our well-being. But the funny thing about the shadow is that it's an illusion. We try to protect ourselves from nothing that needs to be protected. Because when we start to do shadow work, we start to understand that the things that we feel that we need to be protected from are the things that actually allows us to be free. 
Because if we go through our lives and we're trying to hide this thing in the back closet and everything of our lives is just trying to hide the back closet, then we are limited by what we can do because there's always this fear that somebody's going to find out the back closet. And the beautiful part of shadow work, especially when I go through it with my clients inside Own Your Authenticity Mastermind, is that we get to see for the first time for many of them things that they didn't allow themselves to see about themselves and to turn them into their greatest gift, to turn them into their greatest power, to turn it into what connects them to others because per se let's say that they are really afraid to show that um they feel they never feel enough and that they are not enough and this is like something that they're always trying to prove to others i'm going to try to prove you that i'm enough because what if you find out that i am not so our whole life revolves around us trying to prove to ourselves and to others that we're enough but if we really look at it and we understand where that comes from and why we think that way, we start to understand that this feeling of not being enough does not only live within us, but it lives within other people as well, many, many people. And that liberates us from having to hide those aspects of who we are so that we can come into a conversation with somebody and simply talk about this thing that we're we're healing in this enoughness and allowing ourselves to be enough and recognizing that we are enough and all these things instead of trying to hide it from everybody and all the things and then feeling so bad about yourselves because of course you think that it's true that you're not enough and that is just an example of things when it comes to working with the shadow and i and i love the shadow work because there's so many things that are very sneaky in a way that I would never think that that's the way I was thinking. But when I start to talk to my shadow, my shadow starts to tell me, starts to tell me the things that I'm really believing subconsciously. And they're sometimes really surprising. Like I was talking to David the other day that... As I'm upgrading my business and upgrading who I am and up leveling into new and bigger abundance, the thing that my shadow came back saying was, Who do you think you are to now be recognized by so many people? And that was such a weird thing because I don't, I don't, I never thought about it that way. Oh, it's not a thing that is in my head all the time. But what my shadow was saying was that so far, I have been able to kind of keep myself playing at a level in which not a lot of people pay attention to what I say. Um, not a lot of people are kind of eyes on me. But the moment I get to rise higher than that, then I'm going to ripple some feathers and people will have something to say about what I do and who do, you, who do I think I am in order to do this. And that was a, literally just a quick reframe that I needed to do within myself to say, oh, okay, 
you think this way subconsciously. So let's question that. Is that true? Why do you think this way? How can we reframe these words and program some new encouraging and loving words? That's seriously the work of the shadow. It's just asking ourselves really deeply and honestly, what is it that is behind the facade that we have for ourselves and for others? So I'm about to share with you a little bit more about something that I'm personally going through that is a big shadow of mine that I just feel like it's time for me to share it and it's time for me to shine a light on it so that because I'm sure it's not only for me but for many who this will click and will absolutely release so much pressure that we perhaps have been putting on ourselves to be this person and it all has to do with who I am and um, this this question, this big wound of who am I? So if you want to continue to listen to this episode, make sure that you subscribe to the Magic Activator membership where you get full on episodes to all my solo episodes. Thank you so, so, so much for being here. I want you to know that again, this was such an activation and just allow yourselves to be okay with perhaps not understanding or comprehending everything that this episode brought you. Just let it be what it is. And if you want to listen to it a couple of times, go ahead. You know, I want you to know that you are highly appreciated, that I send you a huge wave of energy and love as you finish this episode, whatever it got you. I wish you a beautiful rest of your day. And if you want to go ahead and listen to the rest of this episode, make sure that you go on the show notes and subscribe for Magic Activator membership. So you know, the Magic Activator membership only opens once every month for a couple of days. So right now you will probably go into the waitlist, but you will be the first one to know as soon as doors open up. We usually open up every month before our monthly masterclass. So in the show notes, go subscribe. In the meanwhile, when you subscribe to the Magic Activator waitlist, you will have a free class and also an amazing meditation to get you by until doors open up again. See you next time, my dears. Um, you know where to find me. Let me know how this episode landed on you. And if there is any guest that you would like me to bring into the podcast or any topics that you would like me to cover, I will be happy to go ahead and do so. And Lastly, if you have a few minutes and you really love this episode and you love the Mystic community, I will so be grateful for you to leave a review on iTunes and let us know and let everybody know how much you love and appreciate this podcast. It's been so amazing to navigate this podcast in this fun and interactive way through channeling and just telling you my own high self perspective so thank you so much for being here and i will see you next time 